Hi, Steve Cooper, Rank Success, and this video I've called the Great Police Promotion Whinge Fest. And uh, I say it with a, a smile on my face and, and tongue in cheek uh, because it's been one of those weeks. In fact, it's something that's constant in terms of um, cops and whatever pro pro promotion process is in place at the time. Now, when I say, you know, whinge fest, I mean whinging, moaning, whining, complaining. Um, so taking that kind of aspect, that perspective, it happens. And, you know, when people don't get through promotion processes, whatever those promotion processes look like, and they look different in different forces, then, you know, it's understandable that you're going to be disappointed, frustrated, angry, emotional, and bemused, confused it's exactly why i've just done an explainer video on the cvf i've explained it in my toolkits my digital toolkits that you can download anyway but there's been such uh, over the last few weeks there's been such a a focus around the cvf uh, and going back through the through the last year or so that it's clear to me that there are some issues with the cvf whether those are overtly or explicitly admitted by the college of policing or not um but I get to speak to and uh, and work with lots and lots of, of, of people going for promotion. And, you know, this week particularly has been one of the best weeks that I've had for quite a while in terms of um, certainly chief inspectors getting through. And I'll come back to that theme later on um, in terms of the, you know, the framework and the levels of the framework that are being assessed. And when I say the framework, the CVF. So what I'm going to do is just take a step back a bit because... I said I'd do it tongue-in-cheek. Um, once you've kind of hit the wall and picked yourself up, dusted yourself down, and you know, you're ready to go for promotion again, uh, because not everybody gets through first time. There's lots and lots of people that have to um, have a look at the process first uh, in order to excel at it the next time. And that's not unnatural. Everybody likes to do that. Everybody likes to have a dry run at it. Um, but I just wanted to come back to this, this kind of theme around the framework so the current framework the current show in town if you like is the competency and values framework uh, by the college of policing and it is essentially six behaviors or competencies it's four values uh, and it's specific to the federated ranks certainly level two is um, and generally that's where people get assessed at level two of the framework level one is for practitioner level three is for executive and senior officers and fast track now that's the way it should be that's the way it says it is on the packet that level two is for the federated ranks level one is practitioner but that's not always what happens so some forces have used level one practitioner level to assess sergeants and I didn't know how I kind of felt about that the first time. But having thought about it and reflected on it quite a lot, if you think about it, you're assessing potential. So you're accepting that people aren't quite there yet at level two. So there's learning that's happening and developing even as, as, the pro, as people are going through the process in different forces, as the numbers are going through. And one of the other things that, that I wanted to just talk about was, you know, you might get what I call snipers, so people who, who are 
not promoted, don't want to get promoted, not got no interest in getting promoted, but actually have an opinion on most things, but particularly on promotion as well. So sniping from the edges, and just like with real snipers, you know, you can do a lot of damage, um, and, uh, and you can do it from a position where you're not accountable. And what I see with a lot of people that are sniping from the edges is there are very, very few solutions or recommendations or suggestions coming through as to what needs to change, what could change. And on the other side of that, you've got the College of Policing and Police Forces listening, trying and putting in place something. So whether the CVF is right or wrong, it's in place, it's the current show in town. Before that, you had the integrated competency framework, the policing professional framework, the metropolitan um, performance framework, the metropolitan leadership framework, and now you've got the CVF. And all of those other frameworks had their critics too. They were all shot at and sniped at. None of those frameworks were getting the right leaders in policing either. And so when I say, you know, the only constant is change, it is, but there's another constant in there, and that is the fact that from my perspective, the other constant is that throughout all of those frameworks, throughout whatever process, whatever selection, promotion selection process is in place, there is a cohort of people who give themselves the best chance. And they're not always the best operational cops, they're not always the best leaders that you see because you know, they're on their leadership journey. They are going for promotion. And, you know, in my free podcasts, in my free blogs, in my free YouTube videos like this, I just I just discuss these themes as food for thought um, for you to have a look at as free resources. Lots and lots of people are finding their free resources now and using them as part of their promotion preparation, as part of effective promotion preparation. So, you know, one of the constants is criticism. There always is, uh, there always has been, and there always will be. It doesn't matter really. So if they change the pr promotion process tomorrow um, to, to the, the holy grail, to the holy grail of promotion processes, whatever that is, whatever it looks like, um, and nobody knows what it looks like, there will be a show in town. And the show in town at the moment is the competency and values framework. Now, you know, as I've said, people get frustrated, they're disappointed, they're angry, they're emotional, and that comes out in the sniping, it comes out in, you know, in the tweets, on social media, and again, the constant all the time is that, but in the background, quietly, there are people who give themselves the very best run-up for the process. So what do I mean by that? Well, they sit down, read through the CVF, the competency and values framework and I've got I've got ways where I, I sit down with people and just say well look tell me what you know about the CVF and for a lot of people they simply don't know they haven't read it it isn't the most inspiring read to be fair if you download the College of Policing's guidance on it you'll get a graphic um, about uh, the behaviours a uh, nice circular graphic with um, pastel coloured shades and for you it may well make sense for some people it doesn't and then when you start talking about you know uh, level one level two level three and being able to hit those levels with your evidence against the behavior descriptors it all starts getting a bit double dutch it all starts getting a bit well that's not what's that got to do with operational policing but right at the heart of it are a set of values 
that are aligned to what is required, what is expected from police leaders at every level. And if you read about it, you'll, you'll find out about that. As I say, I've literally just done an explainer video, three hours long, which focuses on every single behavior and the values and the bespoke values that are used in the Met and in Police Scotland. And I've kind of gone through that video um, commentating on it and looking at those descriptors and looking at those behaviors and making suggestions and giving you detailed examples so that you can you know from a position of not knowing much which is what a lot of cops could busy cops but you know aspiring for promotion it's where they are you know it will enable you to take a quantum leap forward in terms of your understanding and it's something you can pick up, put down, watch, stop, start whenever you want to. The point being is along with all the other um, resources, free resources, and I provide now um, more free resources than you can shake a stick at. Probably the most, in fact, it is the most free material, good quality material, you know, good content. How do I know that? Because cops are getting promoted with it and again and again and again they give me their feedback and if you have a look at my testimonials um, on a bit of a roll at the moment with feedback from successful people who've got through promotion boards and uh, that's not a musical microphone if you can hear that that's the ice cream man going past outside um, but in terms of the cvf explainer video it's an option for you it's something you can kind of hit the ground running with now uh, and if you are a bit kind of reluctant or a bit uncertain about going for promotion start there start with that there's a 20% discount um, code or saver code you can use which is RS guides 20 that's that's populated all over my site and on my blogs um, so RS guides 20 will save you 20% off it and start there have a look at that I've also got free blogs on the CVF free videos on the CVF on each of the values and each of the competencies just to get you started but what I do find sometimes is that there are people who have every intention um, of going for promotion, but they sabotage themselves. And what, what do I mean by that? I mean, they have all the best aspiration, all the best intention, they're qualified, but they leave it to the last minute. Uh, and that could be three weeks, a month before a board, before a process, or they get uh, pushed into the process by the timelines of when a process opens up so okay you've got to get your promotion applications in for those of you that do them or if not you have to have your um, register form in for the process by a certain time now i've done lots of videos on that about how that can disadvantage you when you're going for promotion um, but what i do is try and help people get ship shape and, and, and bristol fashion for whatever the process is so whether that's for fast track whether it's for an interview whether it's for an interview and a presentation or whether it's for an interview a presentation a briefing a selection process a you know situational judgment um, test you will find guidance for free on all of those things on my site um, but coming back to the whinge fest as i call it um it's natural i mean for me it, it, it's it's just part of the territory and for you it is i expect as well because you probably hear it all over the place that there are good people in acting and temporary positions and they're there for a reason and they're good at the job and they're making the most of that opportunity and guess what they're liked they're respected everybody feels good they have a great environment you know um, that they create as team leaders acting team leaders temporary team leaders 
And that's great, that's promise, that's potential, but that doesn't give those individuals any more right whatsoever at all in any way, shape or form to kind of have an edge over anybody else. Because there are people who don't get the opportunity to go for acting or temporary, and yet they want to, they think they've got potential. But maybe on their section, on their team at that particular time, or because of the dynamics, maybe there's a queue of people that need to kind of line up for opportunities as they arise. Some people it never manif it never materialises. Um, so what about that? What about that? Is that fair? Because now we're starting to talk about the issue of fairness and uh, I'm the first to say promotion isn't fair. Of course it's not fair. Those that prepare effectively, those that make the most of all the resources wherever they are, wherever you can find them, those that protect that time ahead of a process for themselves to find out more about things, the process, to develop insights into the process themselves uh, and to discover how they and what how they might react, what questions that they have or you have. So just to identify that uncertainty and to try and navigate a way through it. So in terms of competition, which is another word, you can be good and that's okay. You can be better. There are people who are better each year in a process and then there are the best. And whatever you think about it uh, and whatever, you know, when you're talking to your colleagues, whoever got through the process, uh, you know, don't underestimate the fact they will have committed to a real focus around some preparation to raise their awareness around themselves and their potential, the kind of interview that they're going to face, the kind of questions, whether they're rear-facing, forward-facing, um, that they might need to think through and work through in their heads. Um, and, you know, what, what are the challenges facing policing? It's a simple question, and cops actually dealing with those challenges today on a day-to-day -day basis when you step out of that into a kind of coaching context or you're working through my guides and I'm saying to you, you know, what, what are the challenges facing policing at the moment? Well, if you haven't done any work, particularly at team leader level, you know, and I'm talking more importantly, again, if you go out to strategic level, just spending some time to think through and to work through those issues are important because a lot of people will talk about what's happening in their team, in their station, in their division at the moment, which is great because as a team leader, as a sergeant, someone going for team leader, you are going to uh, have to know about that and what your ideas are, you know, what is the leadership that's required by you, how will you manage your team going forward, how will you lead them through a difficult and challenging times, What's your, what will your approach be to performance management on your team, and then as, a, you know, as an inspector, you know, what, what are the issues facing the force at the moment, perhaps with appeal, assessment, uh, a more strategic overview, you know, what, what's important in the force? What's happening nationally? How's that affecting the force? More important, how will that translate to you and your leadership going forward at the level of inspector? So again, bringing in the CVF into all of that, you can see that it's gonna take you some time. And what I call uh, people who try and wing it, and you get lots of them, and some people do, they get through and they fly through like Maverick on a Top Gun. They just seem to fly through life, and you know, you do get them. Um, but for most people, it's hard to do that. So you can see by all the things, all the issues I'm talking about, it's far better to use your time. Everybody gets the same 24 hours in a day. So try and use that time you know, effectively to try and give yourself that run-up to a process, which is the constant, really. It's a constant that I find, you know, 
talented, capable operational cops just don't do. And yet those that do do it fly through. And they don't just kind of, you know, scrape in, they absolutely smash it. And you'll see them describing that in the testimonials quite a lot uh, on my um, on my testimonial page. But, you know, in terms of the level one, level two, level three, um, yes, they are levels within the CVF. But I find that unless you've included some aspects, some elements, some components of the rank responsibilities and functions and dimensions in there as well, then evidence is generally, or examples are generally not at the level that they uh, should be. Uh, and that means also that, you know, that they may be at level two, but they're not at the level of the rank. And I'm getting into some of the subtleties around here about how you present your evidence. And again, if you present your evidence tangibly to yourself on paper so that you understand it more than anybody else, what was the problem, the challenge, or the situation that you dealt with at the level you're at? What were the actions, the leadership actions that you took? And what was the outcome or the result at the end? And any learning that comes from that for you personally or for the team or organizationally, you know, what came out of that? There's a whole load of things you can, what I call polish those answers up with or those responses, but it starts with a pencil. Uh, whether you have an application process in your force or not, if you're going for promotion, I would respectfully suggest that you consider getting a pencil and a piece of paper and just starting to lay out your thoughts. And I know everybody goes off and says, well, hang on, you know, you're looking for promotion evidence. You're looking for promotion evidence all the time. Uh, and they say that in a kind of detrimental way. And I think I know what you mean by that. You know, people who look for evidence for the sake of it, I get that. But most cops, operational cops, are walking around with enough evidence to get through a promotion board, you know, within a couple of years, within three or four years tops. You've already got it. It's just trying to make sense of it and trying to put it down on paper construct it, get some kind of structure to it, understand it yourself as to where it aligns to the competencies. And then what you're doing is you're working positively towards the outcome, your aspiration of getting promoted. It's a hell of a challenge to get promoted. And that aspect of competition is, is, you know, is, is critical really because you're gonna be competing against peers and colleagues and there's only you know, X amount of vacancies or posts available. And that's why certainly in some of the bigger forces where hundreds and hundreds of people are going for promotions and there's only, you know, a hundred spaces available, then by definition, ergo competition. Not everyone's gonna get through and there's gonna be a lot of disappointed, frustrated, angry, bemused individuals who, you know, some will, some will adopt a growth mindset from there and go forward and try again, pick themselves up, get the feedback and they'll present themselves again next year. Some may not and some will become snipers. Some will start, you know, slagging the system off and then kind of accumulating that personality to the point where, you know, everybody, um, everybody's the same as everybody else and, you know, there's no leaders anywhere. So what I would say is whilst I would never seek to kind of come out and openly defend the College of Policing as such, it's big enough and, and, and ugly enough to, to defend itself as are individual forces. What I would say is that I try to navigate or help candidates kind of navigate and, and tack and change course 
whatever the process, whatever the stormy seas or waters look like or sound like or feel like, I try and help candidates and, and encourage candidates. And I would encourage you to go for promotion. It doesn't matter what it's like. Um, it doesn't matter what the process is like. If you believe, if you've made that decision, if you've taken the exam, then essentially you've made that decision internally uh, and you've got that belief that you think you've got what it takes to lead and to manage other people, a team of people or teams of people, you know, um, we'll crack on with that, continue with that. That's an admirable aim. And don't let anybody, any of the snipers, any of the whingers, whiners, moaners or complainers, don't let them dissuade you because as I've heard on the, on the grapevine, um, and it's unsurprising to me that there may well be some changes afoot uh, in terms of how promotion candidates are assessed. I don't have any details. If you know any, please give me a call, but I've heard the rumor. I've heard the, um, you know, the, the news that there may well be a new way of looking at promotion processes uh, within the College of Policing or they're looking at it. Uh, and if so, that's fine. It's not surprising because I've alluded to the previous frameworks. So it's not a surprise that there may well be another one. Whatever the process, whatever the, you know, the, the mechanism for getting promoted, essentially it boils down to integrity, honesty, fairness, respect, and you understanding what you do on a day-to-day -day basis. And most of the time, that's the same kind of stuff. There's only so many situations in policing. Um, so it's just about spending some time, protecting some time and space for you to think through and to work through that, that evidence. Um, and if I can help you with that, great. You, half the time, uh, with the people that uh, that have been successful and I've, I'm losing count now of how many have been successful uh, sergeant inspector chief inspector some have gone on beyond that um, so give yourself the best chance don't listen too much to the naysayers you know keep your momentum going keep focused on your goal of promotion and if I can help you with that um, half the people that are on my testimonials page I probably haven't met we've never met but they feel they know me through these videos and through my products and through my services. So just, you know, I understand what it's like. I've been there. Um, my, my services, my videos are, are available and products 24, 7, 365, just the hours that, that you work, the same as policing hours. Um, it's the most and the best free content in policing that you will find. So if you've got friends, colleagues, family, loved ones, or team members and peers, Tell them about it. Tell them about Rank Success. Um, you know, it's available. Um, the stuff I kind of make available is simple. There's no passwords. There's no registrations, no logins. Um, it's flexible. You can download to the, the digital guides to any um, compatible device. Um, it's specialised bespoke content for sergeants and for inspectors and chief inspectors. So it's a super briefing, if you like, on promotion before you go for promotion. So if you're gonna read something, I, I do make lots of other uh, recommendations. Um, but if you wanna um, have a look at something and make the best use of your time, um, have a look at the digital guides, the toolkits, the promotion masterclass video that comes with that. Um, and the main key points around that are it's convenient, you can fit it around your life while you're commuting, while you're working. As some people say, while well, they're walking their dog on the beach, they're listening to my dulcet brummy tones. Um, I am constantly in the background, as I've alluded to, I'm innovating, um, I'm updating the content, I'm always thinking about it. I have, um, I've been described as a bit of an anorak, which I take as a compliment. 
Um, I do enjoy this. I want to get as many people through uh, promotion systems, whatever they look like, in as many forces as possible. And I want to keep doing it. I've been doing it the last few years now. I'm on a roll at the moment with the people that are getting through boards. That makes me, uh, that inspires me, uh, and I want to do more of it. Um, so the detailed, tried and tested police content that I'm putting out there is for you, for your colleagues, for your peers. Please make use of it. Uh, and if I can help any of you, uh, get in touch. And uh, I'll be back with another video shortly. And until then, take care.